familiar, but I don't. <laughs> oh, we, we're forgetting uh, the most famous line of all. Dan Orlovsky. Oh. Let me add that in here. All right, you guys ready? Only if you are. Three, two, one. Playoffs are for winners. On the other side, we do have to deal with Nagakwe. <laughs> Nagakwe. You are listening to the Packers pregame podcast. And who better to pound the rock than AJ, the tree trunks Dylan? I don't, I don't, I don't have a good nickname for him. Answering the hardest question. Or should we just let this play out? Um, you know that's a good question. Fiery debates. It's Kyle. It's Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller's better than Jair Alexander. Yep, he's better. Uh, unbiased opinion, I disagree. And finally, the hottest of takes from the greatest of truth tellers. Alright, look around, pre-snap, where's number 20, where's number 20, there he is, that's where I'm going. You don't even have to make reads. This game is a chance for Mitchell Trubisky to turn the tide on his career in the next decade for the Chicago Bears. The question that everyone should have been, well, it shouldn't even been a question, the statement that everyone should have been saying loud and clearly, yelling it from the rooftops, from the mountaintops, is look what Aaron Rodgers has done in spite of Mike McCarthy. He has won in spite of the people above him and the people higher up in the organization. He has dragged this team through the mud. He has willed this team to win. We do not give him the credit that he deserves. Hello, and you are welcome for listening to the Packers pregame podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike, and with us, as always, in Colorado, your favorite Packers podcaster, Bill, a.k.a. Big Willie. What up, Bill? What did it do, man? What did it do, man? Not much. What did it do with you, man? Not much, man. And your favorite resident Bears fan on the podcast with us, Germ. What up, Germ? Good to be back. I miss you guys. I miss you. I feel like we haven't done a podcast together at full strength in like three or four weeks. All right. You guys ready? Do you feel rested, rested or rusted? <laughs> No answer. You're my brother, brother. Okay. <laughs> so let, let's uh, today we are going to do a recap of the Bills game last week. We can talk a little bit about the trade deadline in which the Packers did what they always do, which is nothing. Then we're going to preview the upcoming game at one o'clock or twelve God's time zone in Detroit against the Detroit Lions. We will finish up by talking about our favorite matchup to watch. Uh, if Jeremy has a theme of the week, we'll discuss that. We'll get to the injury report, what we're afraid of. And if we want to, things to remember if the Packers lose, but they won't lose because you are listening to the Packers pregame podcast. Bill, what do you got? 
Uh, real quick, that is an 11 a.m. kickoff for those of us in the Mountain Time Zone. Oh, okay. Thank you. Well, we we only we only talk in God's time zone around here. Well, I mean, you said noon, so you went Eastern first. So you tell me. I well, anyway, let's um. Oh, wait, you said one. No, one is Eastern. I'm sorry. But that's okay. It, so. I would. I think we just answered our question about rest versus rust. We are a little bit rusty. That's okay. We're gonna get things rocking and rolling here. Let's start out by talking about the most exciting time of the year for people's hopes to be crushed the trade deadline and the Packers did absolutely nothing. Bill, do you think it's because they feel like they didn't need to do anything because this team is where it needs to be? Um, yes. Well, I think that's part of it. I think this team's also just not good. So, like, I mean, like, uh, like Chase Claypool, he's not gonna get, he's not gonna make us win, like, eight more games this year. Well, yeah, so we have actually our, our resident Bears fan who was the winner of the Chase Claypool sweepstakes. Now, one of the things that has happened now twice to the Packers with the Bears is that teams have surmised that the Bears draft pick will be better than the Packers because the Bears will likely be worse than the Packers. And so while they both offered a second round draft pick to the Steelers for Chase Claypool, the Bears have a better second-round draft pick than the Packers. And so Chase Claypool is now a Bear. Sucks. Hate that. Jeremy, walk me through what's going on in Bears land when it comes to Chase Claypool. Um, <clears throat> pretty much just switched from a defensive focus to offensive focus in a matter of, like, two moves. So that was pretty fun. Um, you trade away your best player pretty much on the whole team, a middle linebacker, and you go and get just some receiver because there's actual hope in the quarterback that you drafted. So that's um, really encouraging. I mean, I just the only thing I hope is that it doesn't turn into 2014 again where it's, hey, we can kind of score, but also there's not a single person you can replace in this defense. So, Bill, um, the... Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and said that there just wasn't a good price for a wide receiver. Does this actually signal us giving up on the season? Um, that we didn't add anyone? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, well, here's the thing. This is just like, it's another year, another trade deadline, and once again, everyone in Packers land freaking the fuck out that the Packers didn't do anything. When we all know that this literally we do the same song and dance literally every year. We go, okay, we're not gonna add anyone until Packers. And then the Packers either do or don't add anyone. And then if they don't, everyone goes, what the fuck? Why didn't we add anyone? And it's like, what were you, ex- what were you actually expecting? Um, the message boards were on fire. If you go on the Packers subreddit, there were multiple big threads about fire Brian Gutekunst. Get his ass out of here, he's a pussy. He, he hates this team. <laughs> it was it, it was real. It was real Wisconsin sports talk hours in there. Love it. Then um, don't ask it, Lance. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk about the game last Sunday night. Was it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, last Sunday night against the the Bills. Um, I think this may go into the theme of the week, Jeremy. If you have do you have one picked out? Um, kind of, but not really. Okay, 
Uh, I'm gonna just put on <laughs> out as you know what maybe for the theme <laughs> of the week, which is uh, was this a moral victory? Uh, great much, teams cover. Theme was pretty much moral victory and trade deadline. You pretty much just knocked it out of the park. So like, let's just go beat the Lions. <laughs> That's the theme right now. <laughs> like, let's try to get right against the Lions. I mean, the, 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 the Bills were a look-ahead game because we knew we were going to win. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, how did you feel after the, the game, Bill? Was it a moral victory for you? I don't, I don't like doing the whole moral victory stuff. I mean, I know I, I talked about it uh, on the pod that we did last week with Ryan Perry and I, just the two of us, for extenuating circumstances. Um, but um, I said like basically if they look like they're running a different game plan I'll be happy it looked like they kind of did a little bit but I still like as the game went on I was like I'm still not happy <laughs> so I they did some things that I liked but I was still like well actually the, you know the thing I was actually most mad about is I took Packers money line instead of taking uh, plus ten and a half which was a stupid idea by me well, actually, that, that hit me when you texted me that you took the Packers money line. It hit me that I, my Packers fandom will never die because as soon as you texted me that, I was like, you know what? Yes, let me get in on that. Um, and it was a bad idea. Bad idea. Um, Jeremy, should, like, I don't know if, if you, I, you guys, everyone who listens know I do not like to take hot shots at the Bears and Bears fans. I think it's the worst part of Packers fandom. So this is not a pot shot. But Jeremy, as a team who hasn't had a ton of success, there are times as a Bears fan in which you have moral victories. Like so so do you I think you may have a better grasp on what a moral victory is than we do. Was should the Packers consider this a moral victory? No, this is not a moral victory for your team. This is this is bad news. Moral victories are what I watched last weekend. We lost forty-nine to twenty-nine. I'm like, you know what, guys? The quarterback's good. Pretty sure he's okay. good. Well, okay. I don't care. If you... It's all about next year. So this is not this is not a moral victory for the Packers. No, you went in. This this actually I think should be the exact opposite. You went into Buffalo. You went to Orchard Park, and you got Belichick. They're like, look, man, we just we can score at will. We're up by 17. Like, this game's over. Like, they're just going to get out of here healthy and with a win. They gave you the old Belichick. They're not showing you anything because they're not showing the next week's opponent anything. They're like, we're just going to get out of here, maybe get the running backs involved a little bit more. Josh Allen's just not going to get hurt. We're, we're moving on. This team cannot hang with us. So, okay, uh, not a moral victory. Let's, uh, we will, go we will make that. So, we're, we're going to make so, Hang on. So the Packers can't hang with the Bills, but they covered. Hmm. Riddle me that. Really makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. So um, one of my biggest takeaways from the game is just that I love Jair Alexander so much. He is my favorite Packer. He is – I have always been a big fan of the smack talkers, the ones who – run their mouth even if they're bad but Jair is not bad in fact although he's not better than Kyle Fuller right Jeremy um he is uh pretty good go ahead Bill 
Um, if he's so good, why wasn't he covering their Sammy Watkins? Or not Sammy Watkins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shit. Um, well, Bill. Why is he covering their number one receiver? That's what that, the people are asking, Mike. I need your, I need an answer from you. Uh, my answer is that trust in Joe Barry has never steered us in the wrong direction. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, okay. But no, that is because Joe Barry, his scheme works no matter where Jair Alexander is. So it doesn't much matter if he was covering Stefan Diggs or not. Okay. Jeremy, you leaned into the microphone like you had something to say. Um, and so I want to open up the floor to you. I have nothing to say about Jair Alexander. Okay, great. Uh, Bill, are you ready? Yes. You ready to, to, to knock this out with me? The Packers' okay. best wide receiver is Torre. 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 Packers Twitter. So good. Packers Twitter has been clamoring for Torre to get some snaps, and he gets his first career touchdown in the NFL. Do we have a new number one wide receiver, Bill? I mean, I would hope we do, even if Lazard was healthy, because that's not a real number one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you guys hear yeah. that Aaron Rodgers totally nagging him? nickname that he gave him in training camp oh yeah 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 i uh, i read that article what was the nickname captain casual i think yes love it coming from aaron Rodgers, who literally looks like i mean he straight up looks like captain casual like aaron Rodgers' nickname could be well (laughs) jeremy you just don't understand people are coming here to play with me the guy the guy who's in training camp is calling other people captain casual (laughs) What'd you ask, Bill? I said the guy who skips training camp because he doesn't want to do it is, ca- is calling other people Captain Casual. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Pot kettle, you know? No, it's all in good fun, though. It's all in, it's all in good fun. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just... <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Bill. Go ahead. No, it's really not... No, it's fine. The Aaron Rodgers, speaking of him, he is looking better, but... Uh, it comes to the age-old question, Bill. Um, too little, too late? Uh, yes. <laughs> simply, simply yes. It is too little, too late. So is, I would say, I, I would go as far as to say it's, it's too much, too late. Wow. Too much, yeah. too late. That yeah. is a strong take, Bill. Thank you. Um, the... They're pretty much going to have to win out and like lose the Eagles game. Um, I think that 538 has the Packers with a 17% chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, are we doing a little bit of a schedule look ahead? I was about to say, are we doing some schedule talk? No, I don't want to do that. Schedule talk, Mike. I do. Look, see, I got a couple games in front of me here, and I just, you I, know, I just want to know. Your I don't, quick, guys. I don't want to do a schedule talk. Do you think they might win the game, and if they might lose the game? I'm just gonna go through a few of them and see. What I you don't want to do this. What? So after the Lions game, which they might still lose, um, they play in Lambeau Field against the Dallas Cowboys. How do we feel about that one? Win. That's my super. That's my Super Bowl. That is my okay, Super Bowl. So all right, so that's yeah, four and I'm, six. <laughs> what about the Titans coming to town? What's going to happen there? Win. 
Okay, so that's five and six. Oh, that's a home game? Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. It's going to be close, but that's a win. What about at Philly, Michael? What about at Philly? Oh, that's a lot. Okay, now we're at that's that's a, is that, that's a Sunday that's a night game? game? That's a, a more, Thursday night game? That's a moral victory when we lose by eight and the spread's nine. Oh, okay, okay. Then now we're getting somewhere. What about um, December 4th at Chicago? I hate this. What? what what's going on? What happened? Oh, this this is this is a, this is an easy W. This okay, is a, they're gonna win by two. T- they're gonna win by two touchdowns. Like not even close. Like come on, get a real team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a win. But can we stop this now? No, we still got a couple games left. Okay. We just did a, Mike, we just did a November look ahead. That's what we'll call it. Is a November look ahead. They're gonna go two. So. And two whoa, 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 whoa. In the in the words of Guns N' Roses, November rain. I have them going three and one. Where was the well, second I have them loss? Three. <laughs> so what do we well, do here? By my metric, by my by my metric, they're actually a bad team. How about that? Wow. Well, okay. That's so basically, that's basically what you guys did. Let's it's get like, into that. I think they're good. Actually, they're bad. I do. I do want to get into. Embrace the date. I do want to get into that actually because I know exactly where the loss of DVOA came from and we have all of these jokers on Twitter all of these like analytics guys and gals who think that they understand football I looked into it I crunched the number I'm a primetime player I came through when it counted and uh, got my second TV I got one for my living room now and one for my bedroom so. okay so um, yeah we all right, so uh, Jeremy's mic cut off, and so we. I, what I was talking about was the nerds on Twitter, the guys and gals who love their all of their numbers and they understand football, and no one has dug into the numbers like I have and crunched the numbers when it comes to the loss of DVOA when Aaron Rodgers cut his hair. Now, the math that I did is you take the number of strands of hair, which is a lot, multiply it by our DVOA formula, um, that's proprietary, sorry, uh, cannot share that information with you. And it comes out to a loss of 14.23% DVOA. Now, you think that's not a lot, but when I tell you that that is for each strand of hair that was cut, that is what's going on with the Packers right now. The loss of DVOA, when you type it into your calculator, it comes up where it's like it, 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 there are not enough um, characters on your calculator it does like little times nine thing or to the eighth power or whatever. Now I don't really understand how math works, but it seems like a lot. So keep that in mind. Um, people aren't talking about it, but this is all Aaron Rodgers' fault for cutting his hair. Yeah, I uh, the uh, those people, those nerds on Twitter, they really put the anal in analytics because it's poopy. All right. <laughs> um. Wow. Uh. Yeah. 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 Wow. That was the joke you had, Bill? That was the one, yep. <laughs> I knocked that shit out of the park. Okay, so um, who put on the recap Christian Watson enough already? I did. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this guy. I mean... We're, we're not even half a season into his career. I, I don't care. I mean, I, career I think... career maybe shouldn't have started. I, wow. think I, was, I think I was talking with my sister during the game and I was like he's basically the the guy from that episode of Spongebob where it's like I was born with glass bones and paper skin uh you know every morning uh whatever well you guys know how it goes it's a funny I know how it goes yeah 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 yeah. it's basically that guy it's like 
like they said after the game, like, oh, well, we had a lot of stuff planned to go through, you know, number nine or whatever. And then it's like his first catch, he catches the ball, gets a gain, goes down, and then it's like, oh, concussion, out. It's like every week with this guy. It's a hamstring, it's concussion, it's the whatever. Can't catch the ball, week one. I mean, enough already. To be only somewhat fair to him, it feels like there should have been six concussions in that game against the Bills. They were hitting really hard. They had just like they were just like excited to be on Sunday Night Football or something like that. I don't think they had any beef with the Packers, but they were. Oh my God, some of those hits were. They were scary. Well, you know what? It sounds like to me then that uh, if he was the only one who had a concussion, a that's on him. Also, he should. <laughs> He should. Maybe no, hey, no one else got him. Only he did. So Christian Softson. There it is. I like wow. it. Wow. Um, also, he probably should have invested in some uh, recovery water and not gotten concussions by drinking enough. But. Simple <laughs> stuff over here to succeed in the NFL. So, um, I like Christian Watson though. And that's fine. You can. I'm just. I like him too, but enough already. <laughs> how, old is, how old is he? He's just like a, he's just a he's younger, older. taller Velas Jones Jr. He doesn't do anything. Well, no one, no one can be as old as Velas Jones Jr. So, unless your name is Stetson Bennett the fourth. Yeah, Bill. Why like, don't you uh, let everyone one? know? Is this my what? new one? Um, Christian Watson, not as good as Velas Jones Jr. Same player, but we have the better one. Uh, sure. New, new hill, a new flag to plant. Well, I, I do like you doing that because the last time you were so spectacularly wrong, uh, I would love for you to do that with all of our players. So sure I was. <laughs> Mike, were you, Mike, were you asking for a little bit of Bill's College Football Corner? Yeah, yeah, Bill. Uh, why don't you, yeah, let, give us a stat from Bill's College Football Corner. Do you have the music or no? Um, I will try you to put it in there. It, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, Probably we lost, we lost it all. I, I just really like the jingle. It was, it was nice. Uh, oh, anyway, I'll get into it. Uh, so, Stetson Bennett, uh, the uh, quarterback for the Mike's favorite team, the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, he that is, is the same age. That is, that is not true. I need to be on the record. Not true. That? I do not, not like Georgia. Not true. Could have fooled me. Anyway. Uh, Stephen Bennett, the quarterback of Georgia, is the same age as Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow played five years in college and is now in his third year in the NFL. I just don't get how that works. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Is this like COVID red shirts? What? what, what well, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of it has to do with um, the calendar. Also, yes. also, Stephen Bennett is in his sixth year in college. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, so yeah no. that is that is red shirt plus COVID year, I believe. That's how that also so, out. No, Jeremy, it, it all comes back to big calendar. Um, it truly does because none of it makes any sense to me. I just don't understand well, right. how the Bears drafted a wide receiver who's twenty five years old. I don't know how that's possible. It's not like the he more, was undrafted free agent. He was. He go to BYU. Here's the problem with big calendar: is that the more you think you understand it, the less you truly do. So yeah. I don't Drake try to lie. understand it. Better off. Ignorance is bliss. Great lie. <laughs> let's let's um let's jump to the 
Detroit Lions game preview. You lost them. You lost me? Hey. Nope, you're good. Yeah, you, you, you just froze up. Okay, so the Detroit Lions. Um, this has historically been uh, something that I would consider an easy game, but like the bad boy Pistons, no more layups this season. We suck, so there are no more easy games. Um, Bill... Oh shit! I, I forgot we had easy games earlier in the schedule. Did we lose those two? Yes, we did. We had the easiest stretch in football of the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders, and we lost all three. So oh, that's right. That's right. Um, that's right. Bill, I have, a, I have a. Are you a Jamal Williams fan? Of course. Why wouldn't I be? So I have a question. Like, could Jamal Williams do enough damage on Sunday to make you hate him? No. There's nothing. I mean, unless he like, I don't know, like, like, fought somebody and then like, cussed, like, I don't know, unless he like absolutely like, like, post game came out and was like, oh, Packers suck, like, fuck that team, the whole organization is trash, like, then I'd be like, all right, dude, like, easy, but like, no, if he just, if he just plays well and and they lose, I mean, the Packers obviously won't lose in the Packers pregame pod, but in this Thank hypothetical, you. if he just played well and the Packers lost. No, I would not be upset. Good to know. Good to I've know. always been annoyed at Jamal Williams, so I kind of hope he just has like three vulture touchdowns today. Just like they get all the way down to the one, he's like, all right, my turn. It's Jamal Williams time. Well, that is actually something I wanted to talk about because Jamal Williams may have a really big game because um, if you get time... Jeremy, and you want to smile about something, uh, Acme Packing Company, uh, Paul Noonan wrote an article that was titled, The Packers' Horrific Run Defense is Even Worse Than It Seems. And Oh my. Yeah. The, I guess like, to put the article in a couple of sentences, pretty much run plays on offense are like a negative value as like an expected points added. So do you know what EPA is, Jeremy? Yeah. Okay. So run plays <laughs> or a large yeah. sample of of uh, football are negative EPA plays. They they do not they add negative value in terms of expected points added. The Packers run defense when the opponent runs the football adds uh, half of a point uh, to their actual total. So if a team were to run the ball 30 times a game, they would expect to score 15 points. That is almost two times as bad as the 2013 Green Bay Packers rush defense, which was a historically bad rushing defense. This running defense is so bad and I feel like every single time that we do a podcast we have this discussion is every is every team in the NFL good at rushing because for some reason it just seems like every single week I come on this podcast and I say oh hey by the way something we have to watch out for is that the Packers are bad at running and the team that they're playing is good at is everyone good at rushing the football and the Packers are just bad I don't I don't understand what's going on but Jamal Williams probably gonna have a big game because we suck but why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. 
you may have just <clears throat> run into a bunch of teams that do have that, but there, I do notice that just being like a fantasy football player this year that like, every single team has two running backs that you can't choose from. Not, it's not even that they have a great rushing attack. It's just like they're actually going to use them. And I, can't, nobody has just the one running back anymore. Obviously, some teams do, like the Titans. Coming up on the schedule, by the way, we already went through this, Mike. You counted that as a win. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, you're you're right. I think r- people continue to try to pass 30, 40 times a game, but it does feel like there's a concerted effort to just run the football this year from a lot of teams because nobody can score. And I'm kind of enjoying the not as much scoring season. I don't even know if it's just better defense. It just I like other teams to look inept on offense, and I don't want to be the only one anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it's a twofold thing. Like Jeremy talked about, there's a lot of teams that like have multiple running backs and can run the ball and do that. And then there's the Packers who have two running backs, and one of them, AJ Dillon, can't really run the ball as well. And the other guy, um, fucking, uh, <laughs> I almost said Alex Jones. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Aaron Jones. It's year five going going on year six of having Aaron Jones and the Packers still like don't know what to do with him. It also doesn't like, help ah, that, like for a defensive purpose that you have to play in the NFC North. Like week one you play the Vikings, they have Dalvin Cook. Then you play the Bears. You may have won by seventeen, but they ran for like two hundred yards. Like Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery then. The Buccaneers, they aren't good at running the ball, but they certainly try to. They give a good effort. Patriots, they have those two guys. Ramondre Stevenson's really good. They have Damian Harris. The Giants, they have Saquon Barkley. The Jets have Michael Carter and Brees Hall. Not Brees Hall anymore, but you had to play against them. The Commanders, not really a good rushing attack, but they have like Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson and J.D. McKissick. They just they have a, a wheelhouse of guys, and they actually try to use them. And then there's the Bills, who don't ever run the ball, and Devin Singletary actually had a good game. So that was probably concerning. I'm glad you brought that up because... They, they brought that up in the article. And uh, the rest of the season schedule includes the following opponents and their rushing DVOA. The Dallas Cowboys, second in offensive rushing DVOA. Tennessee Titans. Tony they're Pollard, only th- better back in Dallas. They're only 15th, but like, how do you feel about Derrick Henry, who is going to absolutely dominate us? The Philadelphia Eagles, fifth. Chicago Bears, 18th, but they just went for 180 yards and a touchdown earlier this year against us. Los Angeles Rams, they're legitimately bad uh, at rushing. The Miami Dolphins, again, not great at 19th, but do you remember Raheem Mostert? Well, they just got Jeff Wilson, so McDaniel's got his boy back. Minnesota Vikings, fourth in offensive rushing DVOA, and then Detroit again at seventh in offensive rushing DVOA. So, yeah, fine. The Packers uh, have been playing against good teams that can rush the ball well, and we are really bad against it. But we're, it's not like the schedule lightens up. We're going to be having the same conversation every freaking week for the rest of the year about the Packers being able to stop the run against a really good team that rushes the ball. And the answer, the conclusion that you come to is that the philosophy of the Packers of time of possession, run the football, it only works if we get up early. Like, if we get down early, like, it's over. People have called the Packers uh, soft and not being able to come back in football games. I think it has more to do with the way that they've decided that they want to play football philosophically, which is we're not, we don't really care about 
the run game on defense, like go ahead and rush. That's fine. Um, no big plays. We'll let you just trickle the ball up the field and you'll make enough mistakes that we'll get the ball back. Uh, if, if you're losing and the other team is trying to chew clock, that is a really bad philosophy. And guess what has been happening this year? The Packers have been losing a lot. And then you get the ball back and it's like, you got to score quickly, but your offensive identity is to turn around and hand the ball off 35 times or whatever. Um, it, it, it is just the worst machination of an offensive philosophy that in defensive philosophy that hasn't made sense to me for a long time. But it looks even worse when you come out and start losing all of these games. It's very well put, Michael. I'm very glad you said that. Thank you. Very, I, very, very eloquent. Um, I but haven't the it. Packers gotten up early in games a few times this year and that teams are just like, well, we're just going to keep running because they can't, they just, they can't stop it. So we're going to keep doing this thing that they can't do. We're going to beat them down and then we're going to just, sorry, I lost my thought. But like the part you said where they just, they don't fight back. The other team does fight back and they're like, oh wait, but that touchdown that we just scored, that was, that was supposed to knock them on their heels and they just stuck right to their little game plan that we don't use with our two running backs that are actually actually one running back who's really good. Well, to your you point, like jealous watching. Do you ever just get jealous watching other teams that are just like, "Hey, we're we're down, but we're still gonna run because that's what works for us." Absolutely. And to your point, in, in that three-game stretch we talked about earlier, we had a was it fourteen-point lead against the Giants. We had a, a early. They were up 14-0. It looked like it was over. Right. And and then against the Jets, I don't think we led. Um, by that much but against the commanders i didn't get to watch that game but i'm pretty sure we led by uh two scores and so yeah um it just isn't working we suck like, again back to it <laughs> bill are the packers good no okay thank you so that's all we have to say um but tj hawkinson's not on the team anymore is he really not what do you mean you traded him oh mike did you miss it you put tj hawkinson as a matchup problem i thought we there was maybe yeah, a joke tra- in there. He got traded to the Vikings. He, he's on the Vikings. Oh, my God. Oh, breaking news. <laughs> this is breaking news to me. Breaking news. Last week's trade deadline. He was like the first domino to fall before the Bears. Yeah, that was like that was literally like the first trade. Yeah, so TJ awesome. Hawkinson is not a problem this week. He will eventually be a problem, just not this week. <laughs> right. Let me delete that, and I'll Hopefully just copy by that and paste point, it Devondre for the Vikings Campbell will be back and healthy because he's been so good this Excuse season. Okay, so yeah, uh, we're gonna get to that. Well, he should be back. He just got suspended or kicked out, whatever. No, that's Quay Walker. That's Quay Walker. That's Bill. what I meant. Okay. Zing. Yeah, that's what I meant. You I, know what? My brain, my brain, my brain was. Thi- no, go ahead. You tell me. You tell Ebron. me. <laughs> Matchup problem. Eric Ebron. Bill, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Yeah, this problem. this this has gone off the rails. Is everyone okay? Bill, I'm are you alive. frozen? Yes. I have a headache. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. No, Mike, no, you're, you're having a rough time with your Yeah, ear. your your audio keeps kicking out a bunch. Okay. We're just well, with it. 
let's just keep rolling with it. What's our favorite matchup to watch of the week? I'm going to start with you, Jeremy. What's your favorite matchup to watch? Um, Aaron Rodgers versus Daylight Savings. Oh! That's my favorite oh, no. one. Would you guys care to hear the last seven times that the Packers have played on Daylight Savings weekend? Yes, yes. Yeah, they've lost every one of them. Um, 2021, uh, lost to the Chiefs. That was the Jordan Love game, though, so it doesn't count. We're just, it's, it's, oh, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. 2020, lost to the Vikings. 2019, lost to the Chargers. 2018, lost first Patriots. 2017, lost to the Lions. <gasps> oh. That's the team they're playing this, this week, you guys. What? They're playing the Lions. Oh, shit. 2016, lost first Colts. 2015, lost first Broncos. In 2013, the worst of them all, loss versus Bears. The Packers and their crystals having signal caller cannot function on daylight savings time. It throws off everything inside of his body, and they lose. Why do you think that is, Bill? What do you have to say about that? You know, I haven't actually heard that. Angle. That's an interesting angle from you, Jeremy. I have not heard that. Uh... That it, that it physically affects the crystals within his body. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that's a good angle. No, that's a good angle. It's new to me. I, I like it. Yeah, whatever he's got going on inside of him, it's just it messes up something going on. And also, they play is the that, Lions pretty close. Too close for comfort sometimes. But we'll get is to that, that like if you If you get like the crystals in your ear knocked around and then you get like vertigo all the time? Yeah, my crystals are always messed up in my ears. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Johnson, Bill, what's your favorite matchup of the week? Um, well, it's not uh, it's not TJ Hawkinson, I'll tell you that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it would be the um, it would be the Packers uh, defensive line against against the, the running game. The Lions have a good offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Packers. Packers D line is uh, Packers D a little questionable. What? Again. Oh, uh, yeah. Shocking. I know. News Breaking to me. news. Packers defensive line is uh, not super great. Is KC not about that life anymore? What happened to him? Oh, Casey's absolutely about that life, but uh, no one else is. What happened to Rashawn Gary, who doesn't get his nickname because it's a dumb nickname and he's not playing well? Q Rashan. Uh, Rashan. Rashan. Rashan's playing well. Haven't even, uh, you know, haven't even heard, haven't even heard somebody excitedly say the name Bane Gary in a while. So I don't know how well he could be playing, honestly. Uh. All right. Well, just wait. Yeah, just wait. Just wait. I'm sure that this Sunday I'll go fine. Um, my favorite matchup to watch is the Packers offense versus the worst defense in the league. Um. This is uh, the perfect opportunity for my rant about the Packers' philosophy to show its face because um, the Lions are also really bad against stopping the run, and so we're going to turn around and hand the ball off a lot, shoot clock, time of possession, and we're going to win by like three points. 
Um, you know what they're really bad at is stopping the pass. Maybe this is the time, which is really funny because the first week you finally figure out the running game and we're carrying a moral victory into next Sunday. And it's like, we can maybe run the ball 20, 30 times today. Now they're going to go out and just, the one time they should throw it 40 to 50 times, they're going to hit the ground. Did you know Aaron Jones? That's usually, where, that's usually where Aaron Rodgers passes go is to the ground. So. <laughs> Um, one hopper. Okay. Worm Jeff Backus. Uh, Bill, do you want to give us the injury report update? Of course. I would love to do that. Um, so, um, I'll, I'll get into the injury report. Then we'll, we'll, all right. We got this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Don't worry. We got this. We have been so uh, no, bad today. We have been I'm so all over bad. It. Oh my god! It's not bad. It's me. It's me thinking out loud about the order I want to do things. Yeah, he wants to right? let you know if he's going to do questionables first, or outs first, or doubtfuls first. Yeah, I just, I just did a little thinking out loud, and then immediately dogpiled into I'm trash, and I don't appreciate it from you, Michael. Leaking I've been terrible comments. too. I've been horrible. Listen, but I'm not. I'm doing. Not I'm doing right terrible. now. That's just me thinking out loud. What? It's just me setting the. It's just me setting up the segment, and then you. I want you to me. listen back to what happened, and then you tell me if it was good podcasting. I'm putting my hand up, unlike Aaron Rodgers, and I'm saying that hey, hand up. I've been bad. My internet's been bad. A little bit rusty. Big calendar got me with the time zones. I don't even know what time it is in where I was. And here's the thing: we can be better we're gonna study the film we're gonna come back next week we're gonna work on implementing a few things and with that bill i'm sorry that i i didn't mean to call you trash okay i meant to say i don't think you even said that you thinking out loud was not great podcasting but what we've done today has been not great podcasting so i was just doing a show at you i was just being crypto well <laughs> i need you to give me the intro report. You ready? I am ready. Let's go. All right. So we're going to just start right at the top. Green Bay Packers. Uh, David Bakhtiari, questionable with a knee. Devon- Devondre Campbell is out with a knee. So uh, Quay Walker will be wearing the uh, the helmet. Ooh. On, on Sunday and calling the play. Ooh. Uh, Shamar Jean Charles is out with an ankle, like the eighth week in a row. Although... I don't think that really matters. Uh, Elton Jenkins, questionable with knee slash foot. Al Mozart is questionable with a shoulder, but I think Bob says here that uh, he will be uh, clear. They, so both Lazard and Christian Watson uh, were in uniform, but likely will need to be cleared to play at Detroit. So, uh, and then Preston Smith is questionable with shoulder slash neck, and then Chris Watson again, questionable with the concussion. All right. Beautiful. So we're moving on to the Lions. Their injury report is uh, large. There's a lot of guys on here. Okay. Um, I'm just going to do all the ones that have injury designations. So just to keep it somewhat more brief, Taylor Decker is questionable in the back. Charles Harris, questionable with groin. Chase Lucas, out with an ankle. Uh, oh no. Oh no, I just got it. I just got hit with Peter Bukowski's favorite player. 
Fitu Melifanu is out with an ankle. Matt Nelson's out with a calf. AJ Parker's out with a hip. Josh Reynolds is doubtful with back. DeAndre Swift is questionable with ankle plus shoulder, and Brock Wright is questionable with concussion protocol. How does, how does DeAndre Swift go from ankle injuries to shoulder injuries without, like, without even playing? He missed like two or three games with an ankle injury, then it's like his shoulder hurts. Uh, I, 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 Bill. Yep. You did a fantastic job uh, with that name that I'm not going to try to pronounce, and I heard you give a sigh of relief <laughs> after you got to the end of the injury report, and I want to tell you you did a great job. Thank you. Yes, of course. I mean, seriously. That's good radio. It was. Um, so, Bill, you did bring up um, Preston Smith uh, maybe being out. I just remember when we wanted to cut Preston Smith. Wow, were we wrong. Uh, he has been very good. He is a very good player. Does That's he count good. as a member of that yeah. D-line or is he a linebacker? Um, he, he, he's the D-line, I would say. Joe, Joe Barry plays uh, positionless football, and what I mean is that no one is in the right position, so it doesn't matter. Wait, 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 Mike, did you see the quote that uh, that Joe Barry had? No. About uh, Darnell Savage? Oh, about moving him to the star? Uh, I'm going to need you to repeat that for the rest of this. About moving him to the star position? Um, I don't know what that is because I'm not a football head, um, but sure. Well, what was the quote? Um, well, it was just uh, basically. You mean you? I can just give you the whole yeah. quote. Uh, quote. I think Darn- I think Darnell Savage would be an unbelievable nickel, and we've worked on there at times over the years. But in order to do that, if you're going to move him to the nickel corner position, you've got to feel comfortable with putting someone in that safety. But I definitely, absolutely think Darnell has the skill to do that. There's no doubt about it. He can play safety manner zone. He can play nickel manner zone. He definitely is able to do that. Just we haven't been able to get some of the things with moving him specifically to the nickel corner position. Which is basically just a long way of him saying, like, hey, we could do this, but uh, it's someone else's call, apparently, and not his. So, strange. I, the, the, the wildest part about that for me is the... So, so okay. What Joe Barry is saying is... We could move Darnell Savage to that nickel star position and he would play really well there. But we don't have a better safety to replace him with if we were to do that. Uh, Darnell Savage is the worst safety in the league. I was so, just going to say, you don't, really don't have anybody do you, better than Darnell Savage. <laughs> I mean, for real, like that that blows my mind. It's like he is actually like the worst safety in the league right now. So like the fact that you don't have anyone better to replace the worst, I... I don't understand math, but I'm pretty sure you can't divide anything by zero. And so, yeah. Also, if you know that he's really good in that position and you've known it for a while, couldn't you be proactive and make an, an outside move to like get a new safety either through the draft or trade deadline or free agency or what have you? It's going to be another Mike. I know that's asking a lot. I I know that's asking a lot for the. For Brian Gutekunst. What, you but, think uh, that he's going to get traded or m- not re-signed and then go play no. corner somewhere and be one of the best corners in the league? Yeah, probably. No. Um, I'm just going to go on record not, and say not, I do not believe Darnell Savage has that in He does not have that dog in him? Whatever it is, he doesn't have 
<laughs> it's a dog. It's a dog. <laughs> I know it. I've seen the x-rays. <laughs> I've seen I was in the blue tent. I saw the x-rays. Blair Walsh from 27 yards left hash. Snap good. Spot down. Walsh's kick is up. And it is no good. He missed it. Are you kidding me? The season can't end like that. Dan Orlovsky. All right. Let's move on to... The things that we are most afraid of, and I actually want to start this week by going to our resident Bears fan, Jeremy. Jeremy, what should we or what are you most afraid of coming into this game? Um, for or for me, from my point of view, I think my only fear is, even though it's still pretty far out of reach. I mean, there's half a season left, a lot of time, but still a big gap. I am worried about the Vikings going to Washington and screwing up that game and losing, and then the Packers just beating the Lions like they kind of always do. And then it's like, well, the division window gap has just gotten a little bit tighter, and now it's like, all right, it's go time in Green Bay. But I don't really believe that's the case. I just am afraid that, like, that's what I'm going to start feeling after the, after the Sunday is over. I mean... It would be the most Vikings thing ever to end up losing the division to this Packers team. I would actually like, be, I would be distraught. <laughs> yeah, that would be so. That the would thing be really is, fun, I totally, aside from the me thinking that the Packers are just terrible, I don't think they have it in them to win this year's division. I do think the Vikings can give it away. The Packers just won't take it. The Vikings are more than capable of giving it away this year. Are you saying are you saying the Lions are coming for it? Filibuster. <laughs> All right, Bill. No, sorry. Real quick, I just uh, I can't believe. No, I'm I do not afraid of. I'm going to go on record again. The Lions are not winning the division because once again they have become sellers. The re- the rebuild took a step back. Dan Campbell, I feel so bad for that guy, but also don't. Bill, just not uh, a good coach. Don't think. What are you most afraid of? Uh, In the rundown, I put the same old shit. Um, And by that, I mean, call me a Fairweather fan, but, like, I I just don't enjoy watching the Packers. Like, it's literally week in, week out. It's like, okay, here we go. Bad wide receivers. Run the ball, like, poorly. Like, defense is bad. Aaron Rodgers is playing bad. I mean, he played... He's been playing a little bit better over the last week or two, but like, it's just like every week I turn on my TV, I'm like, all right, here we go, same old shit. And like, yeah, that is me being like the ultimate Fairweather fan, and like, uh, it's very hashtag entitled town of me to say all that, um, but it's just where I'm at. How, I think I've maybe asked this before, but we're probably a few weeks past this question then, too. How much does this feel like? 2018, like the last McCarthy year. How, is not it any close. kind of similar, or is it no. just that like no, they're not good? No, no, because it was because the Packers were bad in 2018 because Mike McCarthy was just like it was clear that he was like uh, he was out of his element at that point. Okay, and it was like any of our wins were like basically in spite of him, not because of him. This is just like a complete and utter failure by like. Most of our players, coaching staff. Yeah, this does feel like an on the field thing. It's yeah, this is like this is yeah, it's not great. Yeah, and and there are like moments of inspiration 
rarely this year, but it's like at least some of the offensive woes are understandable in hindsight. Like you lose Devonte Adams and you replace him with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and Sammy Watkins. And the defense has been super, super disappointing uh, compared to where my expectations were. But that 2018 season was a hate watch. This is more of a sad watch. Because oh, you you, you look at it and you're like, man, they should, they should be better than this, I think. In 2018, it was like, blow it all up. I hate Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I hate what this has become. This is more of just like, a, I'm sad. That was my 2020 yeah. and I think more 2021. Last year was, I don't, I'm choosing to forget every single game that was played last year by the Chicago Bears. 2021 didn't happen to me. Yeah, I think another part, especially for this year for the Packers, is like, um, like Aaron Rodgers. It's like, oh, you're going to draft a quarterback? I'm going to win back-to-back MVPs. And it's like, sweet. And then we're like, here we go, Aaron. We, we need you to stay because you just won two MVPs. Here's, like, the biggest contract, like, guaranteed money-wise in, like, the NFL. Like, like you know, $50 million guaranteed. Like, you can't – it's basically, like, side of the deal, and you're stuck with him because you can't cut him because the dead cap. You can't trade him because no one's going to take that contract. And then he comes out and just plays like shit yeah. this season. And it's like, well, that's less than ideal. Yes. That's – that wasn't really in. That wasn't really in the. Uh, if you if you if the Packers planned out how the season was gonna go, they hadn't included Aaron Rodgers playing like trash because that wasn't really on the menu. So um, the thing that I'm most afraid of, and I actually want to bring it back to the 2018 season. Um, so if we lost this game to the <clears throat> Lions, how would you compare that to Mike McCarthy's final game against Washington? Or no, Arizona. Arizona. I was about to say, I was like, uh, did he coach a different game than I? Um, wait, I guess I don't understand what you're asking. Like, in terms of just, like, disappointing losses to the point where a coach gets fired, like, it was so bad that Mike McCarthy got fired midseason, which, like, you know, yeah. like, how like how disappointing would this loss be? Would it be the most disappointing of the season? Or am I, like, it just seems to me like this um, should be a win like it, you gotta have it it the lines are not a good team you got to have this so you could you, I, you could I, definitely have multiple of these but if they lost this week that's rock bottom yeah i guess i would say like um at least for me i think like the 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 jets giants uh commander streak that felt a lot worse because there was still a lot of optimism it was like, okay, <clears throat> we got these three, te- three teams coming up, knock out a couple wins, we'll be right back on track. And then now it's like, oh, now it's like, okay, now we see what we're at as a team. And it's like, you know what? what we There's a good chance we might lose to the Lions. And like, at that point, it's almost like you're just kind of numb. You're like, eh, I think the only whatever. thing that would be worse in the upcoming schedule would be if the season has gone even worse just do like losing to the Rams at home on Monday night football in like yeah. 15 or something like that. They should flex that game out. I know you can't do I don't that with Monday nighters, for Monday. but you should. They can't? No. But they should. <laughs> I wish they could do that. 
All right, uh, Roy Williams. Jeremy, hit us with the matchup stats. Our matchup statistician, Jeremy, coming in with the matchup stats, historical stats between your Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. Well, Mike, thank you for all that. Um, we're going into a game with the Lions, which is another very, very old team, just like the Packers are. So we've got a lot to uh, get into with these. Not not into, but you know, um, a lot a lot of games. Uh, the Green Bay Packers lead this series just as they have led it every single time we watch these games. They lead the all-time series 105 to 73 to seven ties. That's a lot lot of football games. The very first one of which was in 1930 where they played the Portsmouth Spartans and the Packers were walloped on them 47 to 13. Wow. Wow. And then their very first game against the Detroit Lions was in 1934. It was a crisp October morning of the 7th of the month and the Packers lost to the Lions in a... Zero to three. <laughs> Scorcher. Wow. wow. Oh my God. And then the most recent one, um, it must have been a Packers resting starters game. The annual Packers get the Lions last game of the season. Um, loss. They lose 30 to 37. All the backups are in. Can we mix this up a little bit? Why can't the Bears play the Lions last game of the season? I will talk about that later. It's not that's for another day. <laughs> uh, and there was an interesting stretch back in the old McCarthy days. The Packers actually lost four straight games to the Detroit Lions in 2017 and 2018, both matchups, both years. I just, that's astounding. What year was it where the Packers won both their games against the Lions while not leading for uh, all for any of the game? For both games? I want to say yeah, one of them was like the 2019-22 game, so it might have been 2019. It was it was the it was the year where Aaron Rodgers threw like three Hail Marys. So that no 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 no. This was in the middle of four era. Earlier, I don't actually remember those. I need to, I need your guys' help for those. That was he had the, the he, they came back down from like twenty against Detroit on that Thursday night. Aaron Rodgers threw that Hail Mary. Uh, it would have been nice. Oh, I think it. I was gonna say I think it might have been 18, but no, 19. They won 23 to 22, and then 23 to 20. That sounds that sounds right. That's what I have for you. Night train lane. <laughs> Sorry, I was. <laughs> you know what? Sean Hill again. Golden golden taint. I believe that's called second, Jeremy. Um, my prediction, uh, I know there's been a lot of doom and gloom on this podcast, but again, things are, we didn't do things to remember, but a thing to remember, Packers don't lose when you do the Packers Canadian podcast. Very important to remember. They don't have a bad yeah. result. Very key, they don't have a bad result. So, so a lot, of, a lot of nonsense talk going on, but it's the Packers. We did the pod. They're in Detroit. Detroit's not good. Uh, Packers are better. I'm not saying good. I'm not saying great. But they are better than the Lions. Uh, they are three and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers continues to build on his success last Sunday night. 
and the Packers. It's going to be still low scoring, I think, because they're still trying to you know tune up the the offense, and we got some guys out. Uh, but I'm going to say um, Packers twenty four, Lions ten. Blowout. That's right. Yeah. My prediction, just as I said earlier, uh, the Lions, they just fired the defensive backs coach. They already don't have a good defensive back. They gave up the most points in the league, I think. I mean, they did up until a point. They might as well still be at the very top. They have a terrible defense. Dan Campbell's offense seems to work sometimes, but only when they're healthy. I haven't seen Amon Ross St. Brown be healthy for most of the season. Uh, those running backs, DeAndre Swift has been healthy most of the season. They're going to have some trouble, I think getting a consistent running game going, even against a bad Packers run defense. But like I said earlier, the Packers have found their way on the ground and they are going to go in and ground and pound in the one game. They should be throwing the ball 40 times through the air. Uh, it's going to be a high flying, high scoring one. I'm going 31-27. Lions. We're losing him. <laughs> Oh, he's dead. We lost him. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit us with a go pack. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. Germ, you can work your editing. You'll fit that in, and it sounds good. <laughs>